The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network, found in cyberspace at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another, insert adjective here, uh, episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. My name is Sean Fritz, joined today and every day with this guy, Christian, Christian Ingram. Ingram. I thought I was going to say my name, but okay. That's, okay. that's okay. It's weird if you say your own name, but other people can say your name. Is that how that goes? When I was a kid, I thought that was a thing. Hmm. Well, I speak in yeah. the third person most of the time, so. Please don't. I was a weird kid. I'm normal now, but I was a weird kid. No, no, he's not. True. Anyways, today, Christian, we have a guest with us. We're doing a pseudo-Fayetteville wrap-up, callback, whatever you want to call it. Christian, take it away. Today we have a lovely guest with us. She's done cosplay such as Wonder Woman, Black Cat, Poison Ivy, etc., etc., many more. She's been guest at Fayetteville Comic Con, Savannah Megacon, and Low Country Comic Con. Megan Rogers, Red Doll Cosplay. Hi. How are you today? I'm good, tired, but good. Good, tired, or bad, tired? Good, tired. She, she did say good, tired, so. <laughs> Anyways, so we had the pleasure to meet you at Fayetteville Comic Con. Oh, yeah, like, y'all were a blast to be beside the whole weekend. Y'all were just cracking me up, and I kept wanting to steal things from your table, but I didn't. You mean all the all the toys that we had there? The two legal adult males had at our table yeah oh yeah it was a lot of toys there Um, were a lot of uh a lot of adult collectibles because they should stay in the box they should but but they did not but they're toys because they have come out of the box and been played with they were g-rated toys hold up i never played with any of this stuff it's for display purposes they've come out of the box they've been played with let's rephrase yeah and by the way, yes, we are fun. And for some reason, we were sitting in, and we, we still can't figure out. Yes, you obviously have a, a draw to you being a cosplayer at a convention, but we were just a bunch of guys that were sitting there with microphones. We're like, why are we sitting next to two Hall of Fame wrestlers, a boxer, and two Power Rangers? And then on the other side, all these Hall of Fame comic book creators and people that look like they belong. And then there's just us sitting there like, who the fuck are we? No, the real question is, how did we get two tables? Are you complaining? I'm not complaining. No. I'm just wondering how the hell that happened. I mean, I guess it's one of those things, just don't question it. Just ride the waves? Just ride the waves. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, God. I'm going to edit that yeah. part out. Keep Come it more. in. Leave it. Why would you? What? <laughs> <laughs> now you have to leave it in. I hate you, Sean. <laughs> Just curse, and then it'll, you'll have to bleep, out, bleep it out anyway, or dump out on it. What do you it. want me to say? Like, fuck shit? Like, we- you can't say that here. <gasps> this is why we have an, a continued increase in listener count. <laughs> a jump. I, I don't know why. Anyway, back on topic. God, we're, we're great at tangents. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, you said you wanted to take my, some of my stuff. Who am I to stop Wonder Woman? Seriously, like, I couldn't, I couldn't have stopped you. <laughs> He gets yelled at all the damn time on here. Hi, Kitty. I totally didn't hear your question, by the way, because I got distracted by Kitty. That's fine. 
I get distracted by cats all the time. Kitty! Sean, keep the cat in. He'll sit down eventually. Will he? He needs attention. Well, then give him attention. What do you think I'm doing? Don't don't deny the cat. He's needy. He is so needy. Aren't most cats? This one especially. Although, he's not the one that got into a staring contest with you. Which one was that? That was the potato. Oh. I literally walk out of your guest room and I just start staring. I'm like, all right, so which one of us is moving first? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to startle the cat because that's not happening. Mm -mm. So you said you wanted to take some of my stuff from the table, but who am I to stop Wonder Woman from taking stuff? Exactly. Yeah, you should have just taken it. I should have, but, you know, that's bad. You know, I don't steal. Is it, though? I don't think you had the lasso of truth with you, so you couldn't have been like, hey, I'm going to lasso you and then ask you, can I have this? Which would have been pseudo-consent. Implied consent is a thing, too. True. Like, if if, I'm sitting there reaching for it and you just nod your head, that's implied consent. Is that how that works? That's how that works. Well, damn. So just don't nod your head. Or just shake it, just, no. There you go. What if you do this and say no? There are some countries where that's a thing. Is it? Yes, it really is a thing. Anyways, Saturday, when we first met you, you were dressed, uh, you had dressed as Baroness from G.I. Joe. Yes. And Sunday as Wonder Woman, and I think you did a costume change halfway through the day to be or to change from Wonder Woman, or was that Saturday? I don't remember. Maybe you just changed clothes into real clothes, outside I clothes. Didn't do real clothes. I only did one costume per day. And then when I get tired, I'm like, real clothes. Got it. When you need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't make cosplay sweatpants. No, I wish they did. I really need a character that's like in sweats. Yeah, trying to be comfortable because it was cold in that convention center. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't remember. I've been to on like a business trip and a half by now. At least one. How many trips have I been on since then, Christian? Was it just the one? I guess. Oh, yeah. You left that night. So, yeah, one. Yeah. So, here. You want to hear some fun shit? Sunday when we get back. I knew I had to go. But Sunday when we get back, what, 630? Yep. I kicked you out. And I was like, I got to get ready and pack and drive to Maryland Sunday night for a Monday morning meeting. It was supposed to be three days. It turned into six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my, my favorite. I didn't get there till like six in the morning. That fun was my stuff. weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super great. Oh, that That's fun. Pays the bills. That's how I get to have fun on the weekend. So you do what you do. Fire Anyways, away. let's get back on topic. Cause tangent, Sean, <laughs> how did you enjoy Fayetteville Comic Con? I had such an amazing time there, to be honest. Like, it's probably one of the top conventions that I've been to, especially as a guest, and just how they treated you and, you know, whatnot. You know, I felt like I'm just a little cosplayer from a little small town, and they made me feel like a Lister celebrity. It's just how they treated you. And then getting to meet some amazing people like Tracy Lynn Cruz. She was absolutely such a sweetheart, and I adored her. And then just all the people I got to meet, you know, everybody was just so incredibly kind and sweet, and everybody just, it was amazing. I don't, I'm speechless, honestly. Yeah. I think it was Had fun you been, for us as well. Yeah, it was all right. Company was could have been better, but you know. Wow. Wow. Was this your first time that you've been there, or had you I, been before? Actually, I've been there before. Um, 
I want to say two years ago, not as a guest, but as an attendee, me and my friend were bored. And I was just like, hey, there's a con in Fayetteville. She's like, isn't that like an hour away? And I'm like, yeah. And so we got dressed up and went. And I went as the Little Mermaid. And she went as Lady Loki. And we had a blast there. Like, we met Vic Mignogna and, you know, a few other people. I want to say I met the Yellow Power Ranger from um, Wild Force. Allison. God, what is yeah. her name? Uh, no, you're you're thinking of Lightspeed. That's I, Allison McGinnis. No, 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 no. It's her name is Allison. So her real name is Allison something, and she played Taylor on Power Rangers Wild Force. Yeah. Mm. Like I knew her name was Allison. I just can't remember her last name. It's evading me right now. Like I have her autograph on my wall, and so she was incredibly kind, and you know stuff like that. And she was so sweet. And so it was fun to hang out with her for the weekend. Allison Sullivan. Yes. That's it. I felt like I was gonna butcher it. Like I felt. I don't know. I'm just gonna shut up now. I don't see how you butcher that. That's like the whitest name, Sullivan. Well, I meant like her last name in general, just trying to remember it. I would be over here with like some off-the-wall name or something. Thankfully, we have the power of the internet at our fingertips. Yes. Gotta love the we, internet. But you've can been be, busy since yeah. Fayetteville Comic Con because you went to what, Low Country Comic Con the weekend afterwards? Oh, yeah. Well, two weekends afterwards. Uh, the weekend beforehand or something like that. No. I don't know. Maybe it was the weekend afterwards. I know there was supposed to be like another con in there somewhere, which was uh, the Savannah Video Game Expo. But it is uh, the venues being remodeled or something. So they had to push it back. And then another weekend or two, I'll be at a Grand Strand Comic Con. Where's that? Myrtle Beach, South okay. Carolina. So, well, I've, been, I've been to uh, Myrtle Beach. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes. Yeah. Love the boardwalk. That's my favorite. And then, like, Broadway at the beach. That's really fun to go to. I love the boardwalk because there's a, a a bar there named the Bowery, and it plays nothing but country music. Love that. Beer's, like, 250. Get super drunk. And then the Broadway at the beach, there's, like, this hot sauce shop there. It's incredible. Yeah, I go to, like, this retro shop that's there. I forgot the name of it, but, like, I always love it. I always go get all these T-shirts and stuff from, like, cartoons from when I was little and stuff like that. What is it, the 70s, 80s, and 90s store or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I know there's that, and then there's a Heroes and Villains shop. Yes, that's also another one of my favorites. I've got several superhero t-shirts from there, like a Hawkeye shirt that had both Clint Barton and Kate whatever, Kate Bishop. And so had both the male and female Hawkeye on it, and I was like, I love it! Because I love Hawkeye, even though people give him a lot of crap. I love my Hawkeye, you leave him alone. Leave my Barton baby alone, okay? (laughs) I thought Hawkeye was a really good character in the MCU. He was! I love Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. He, he was like the heart and like glue of the team, okay? Y'all can fight me about it. No, I'm not going to fight you because I agree. I thought he was one of the center points of the team. My friends give me a lot and, of flag. And not uh, overexposed like the other characters that had their own movies and shows and crossovers and whatever. He's supposed to be getting his own show on the Disney streaming service, which I'm thoroughly hyped for just as much as i'm hyped for the black widow movie uh black widow 2 is probably gonna have daredevil in it spoiler alert spoilers spoiler sweetie wait daredevil from like the netflix tv show oh shit the very same yeah oh shit because you know in the comics they were an item for a long time oh yeah she was one of the few that knew his secret identity did you know of course i did like them and then you know she had a thing with the winter soldier and then she's had a 
she's had like a brief thing with spider-man like there was a flirtation i don't want to say relationship but there was a flirtation Mm -hmm. like that but she flirts with everybody that's just kind of her thing you know the whole femme fatale vibe i mean that's how she originally started out in the comics flirting and you know getting tony stark to let his guard down around her and stuff like that yeah, that's the whole spy mentality of, you know, you can indoctrinate yourself into any situation and go from there. I, I think mean, a lot of cosplayers could be spies. I mean, Sean, sure. you flirt with everybody. Are you a spy? Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. I cannot disclose that. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. He pleads the fifth. True. <laughs> Jesus. You're a mess, Christian. I'm. That's my life, messy. Mm-hmm. So you've done cosplays for Marvel and DC. Which one do you prefer? Like, do you prefer like the Marvel movies or like the DC TV shows and animated movies? DC all the way. Like, I grew up watching uh, the old '60s Batman and like the '70s Wonder Woman, and watching reruns of the Super Friends, and then you know watching Justice League and stuff like that. I didn't even care about Marvel back in my childhood. I'm like Marvel who. <laughs> Well, there weren't that many Marvel shows or cartoons at that point. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. I mean, those were great right around the time Christian was born. And um... Hold up. <laughs> they came out in like 03. I was born in like 95. I think they, the original season of Justice League was 01. Maybe. I watched it as a kid. I'm not that young, Sean. I know. You're crying. No, I'm, I'm not crying. I'm that young, okay? I'm a child at heart. Like, I, I, I don't even care. So, I mean, have you seen the name of our podcast? Yes. As the doctor once said, what's the point in growing up if you can't be a little childish? My doctor never said that. I'm talking about doctor. Doctor who? You forgot the last part of that is cares. (laughs) Damn. My doctor said I need to be put on antidepressants, but that's another story for another day. I like your 70s hack jokes. (laughs) <laughs> They're just as good as all the ones I use in my trainings. That's fair. Your trainings are probably terrible. They're engaging and fun. That's another story for another time. Justice League was one of those things where it really streamlined the look of a lot of characters. Well, at least the seven of the Justice League and then the Justice League Unlimited where they had six million characters in the show. You know, They gave them a standard look, a standard sound. No different than Spider-Man and the X-Men of the 90s. They had that sound. The voice that most people hear in their head, you know, I like J. Jonah Jameson is played by uh, J.K. Simmons. But man, when in the cartoon, he was incredibly over the top. That's still my J. Jonah Jameson. Anyways, so of that, did you have a preference of someone who you wanted to cosplay as someone whose suit you wanted to make and, and, and wear and be? Justice League or mm-hmm. from Hawk Girl. I've Hawk Girl. always like she was just fierce and you know the wings the wings were cool and so just i i liked i liked her character arc and justice league and stuff like that with carter and you know like john you know the green lantern and stuff it was i, I loved it and then the huntress from justice league unlimited you know that that she rocked it i loved her and so those are the two but you know wonder woman you know, is always going to be my top pick, though, because I've been cosplaying Wonder Woman from the beginning of my cosplay career. There's been several different variations throughout my cosplay career of my builds. Like variations like the different Wonder Woman uniforms or just as you have evolved your... Yeah, a little bit of both, because, like, I cosplayed, like, her ambassador, like, dress from a comic. And um, don't ask me which comic, I can't remember. 
right off the top. I mean, I have it in my room, but, you know, I'm not going to go get it and look for the issue number. But it was like this white, you know, one-shoulder Grecian dress with a red cloak and stuff like that. You know, very, like, you know, ambassador-esque. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. And so I did that and just, you know, I've had fun because with my cosplays, I like to take creative, you know, liberty and like kind of make it my own, give it my own little twists and tweaks and stuff like that. And, you know, some people, you know, love it and then other people be like, that's not accurate. And I'm like, I don't care. Well, well, and you could also say, and Christian hit me to this term. What is it? uh, Crossplay, Christian, where you (laughs) it's a it's a gender swap of a. You listen to things I say. I'm so proud of you. I had to think about what the word was. I was filling in time to remember it, actually. A lot of people, you know, I can't cosplay as Hawk Girl, but I could be Hawkman. There's not always a, a yin and yang of cosplayers, but, you know, people are like, oh, you can't, you can't do that because you're a girl. Well, okay, so what? One costume, if I could, like, well, I'm not saying if I could, you know, just... When the time comes, one character I would definitely crossplay, I guess, would be the white uh, Dino Thunder Power Ranger. Because that costume was dope to me, mm-hmm. you know, especially when he did, like, Super Dino Mode. Like, I freaking love that costume. It was Trent, right? Trent, yeah. Trent, yes. And I've actually gotten, I've had the honor to actually meet the actor who played him. And he was super sweet and kind. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, and I met also the Blue Dino Thunder Ranger, Kevin Duhaney, also at the same time. Not to, like, brag or anything, but I helped them, like, get booked at a con I was a guest at. Because I saw Kevin Duhaney post on Twitter. It was like, you know, hey, if y'all want to see us at a show near you, you know, just, you know, tell us. And so I'm like, I tweeted him not thinking he would respond. And he pops up in my DMs and was just like, can you give us some contact information to the con? I'm like, I know the con owner. Hold on one second, you know. (laughs) Let me help you out. That that was, you know, I saw them, they came in, like, they hugged me and thanked me for helping them get booked there, and then I cried on my best friend's shoulder, like, the total fangirl that I am. Did you cry when they walked away, or why they were still standing yeah, there? Yeah, I was cool when they came in, I was like, oh, it's no big deal, you know, whatever y'all need, you know, I'm here to help out, you know, blah, 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 do whatever I can. They're like, cool, we're gonna go upstairs and, you know, kind of take a nap until, you know, the con, because they were tired and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, that's cool, we'll see, see y'all later, and, you know, as soon as they went up the stairs, I just kind of turned to my best friend, Michaela, laid my head on her shoulder and started crying, like, fangirl tears. Now, did you cry because they were there, or because they walked away from you? <laughs> Because it was like, I never thought that I would meet some of my favorite Power Rangers. And I'm just like, <sighs> it was a moment, okay? It was a moment. I think that if he's if he's going to wander around at a convention, he has to have some sort of projector on his belt that projects those wicked yellow golden arrows that he just wrecked shop with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like love those that, things. that would be a cool out. Like, like Chris, you know, or like, like Tracy or Chris, they'll wander around. They have their, they bring their helmets with them. But how mm-hmm. cool would it be if he had, like, even for pictures, like he put this little projector on the floor and, like, it projected up all those yellow, all those uh, holographic arrows? Like the dino footprint? No, like the, uh, remember when he was like, I got my own mission, like every sixth ranger does, especially Robo Knight? He was like, uh, I'm going to go and do this on my own, but I'm going to kick your ass before I go. And he'd, like, do these little hand signals. and What is it, the like, laser arrows with the yeah, little, yeah, yeah. little draw thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty solid. That would be pretty cool for, uh, or even just a backdrop for a, fo- but that'd be, that'd be hard to show up. It would be cool. Maybe he should get some like 3D printed or something just to have. We know a few guys. 
We know a guy. Should start Jeff, printing them. Holler at us. We'll get you hooked up. Those would be cool to sell, though. I would definitely buy one. Oh, yeah, because well, I have, like, I have like... Thunder Morphers, but I don't have the White Ranger one, and I definitely need to get one. Well, I got to, my friend, he, when we went to Power Morphicon, they were, I think I already told you this story, or I told somebody this story, they had like 10 sets of Dino Gems, and he, mm-hmm. he ran to them and bought one, and he, they were like, oh, we thought we were going to sell out of them, and like, no, <laughs> or no, they thought they were going to have to take them back, and everybody was like, nah, nah. Because, like, everybody wants Dino Gems. I got to buy the white Dino Gem from him. Just, like, a symbol, but it's so cool. I'm a big fan, okay? Because I need some just, like, just to have in my room. Because I have, like, my Morphers displayed, like, on my dresser. And, like, these makeshift cases that I've made, like, out, like, wooden things. Place them in there with some foam. And so, like, my Dino Thunder Morpher, I let Kevin Duhaney use. And he signed it. You know, since I let him use it on his table, he signed it for me. And I'm just like, my precious. <laughs> it has to go in like a, a glass case now. Nobody can touch it. Airlocked. Your hand's gone. Like there's just an automatic mini guillotine that comes in, just ch- chops it off. Laser grid. Come on. Yeah. Invisible. True. I need to upgrade then. You know, I like medieval stuff. So. Well, I mean, that'll work too. <laughs> so, actually. So since you said that, did you talk to the guys who were doing the sword fighting and the armor stuff over by the main stage? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to talk to them. They're based at a carry, which isn't far from here for yeah. me. And they were, but it's a national organization mm-hmm. and they, they just have local chapters and they make their own leather and metal armor for basically, as they put it, whooping the shit out of each other for fun. <laughs> it looked like fun. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I, they were medieval-based stuff. That, that's be- what because you said it. were, though, so you can beat the shit out of your friends. More or less. Sean, we got to do it now. Yeah. What? Beat the shit out mm-hmm. of each other dressed in medieval clothing. Oh, sure. <laughs> don't forget your chain mail. Some we people like it, some people don't. We'll do chain. it for charity. <laughs> what, so I can pay your medical bills? Dang, <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired. <laughs> Remember who's taller. Does does that mean anything? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Exactly. Longer reach. Hmm. You know that little dude from He-Man? Was his name Christian Ingram? He, it could be. Was it, was it, are you talking about Orko? The uh, little bitch that flew all of, all of no, the place no, with no legs? The, the, dude, the little dude with, with the hat, with the like metal hat. Anyway, that's yeah, me. Yeah, Man at Arms. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck you up. Man at Arms. Who's like uh, smart? No, not him. It's I'll show you later. I don't. I can't remember his name. Anyway, tangents. <laughs> he man is older than you. This is true, but it's not older than you. No, sir. Anyways, so I assume Dino Thunder is your favorite season. Oh yeah. And those it's spaghetti. Like Mighty Morphin or you know. I'm like everybody has their favorites. I don't know what it was. It just felt like not as. Not saying that, you know, a lot of them before, but it felt like a little more, you know, at the time, you know, around like my age range, if that makes sense. So a little more adult in a sense, not saying, you know, dark and stuff, but it was like a little more mature than, you know, the silly Power Rangers from, you know, my younger. Yeah, it wasn't silly, especially the Red Ranger spaghetti arms. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was an awful battle. Yeah, but 
story-wise and then like just having tommy back after so long stuff like that that was cool you know because any season with tommy and it's gonna be cool welcome back listeners uh we had a uh, slight interruption yesterday last evening when we were doing the uh, first part of our interview with megan rogers of red doll cosplay she had an emergency she actually had to go to her volunteer job uh, megan is also aside from a cosplayer is a volunteer firefighter is correct Megan, what got you into firefighting? I mean, it's not normally a thing that you would associate cosplay with. Uh, I mean, everybody has their day job or their hobbies or whatnot, but it's not normally a thing that is said in the same sentence. I'm a cosplayer on the weekend, but I'm a firefighter when I'm at home. Yeah, and um, traditionally it's a male, you know, dominated career and whatnot, but uh, what got me into it was actually my brother was a firefighter and he passed away last year on October 27th. So it's been one year and uh, I just, I felt drawn to, I've always had like a bond with the guys at the station because I'm at the station my brother was at and I've known the guys and known the chief for so long. And then it just, it felt right. I felt like I was kind of being pushed because I've always wanted to do stuff that matters. I've always liked to say I've had this hero complex. I've always wanted to help people, always trying to find ways to help people because, you know, it just feels good to help someone. And, you know, sometimes it's in the little sways and that's kind of also what got me into cosplay. I would, you know, do like charity stuff, dressing up as Wonder Woman, stuff like that, you know. In a sense, you know, I've helped some people, you know, I'll sit there and talk to them. I had a woman with breast cancer come up to me and I was dressed as Wonder Woman. And she just was like, you know, in that moment, she was talking to Wonder Woman, not Megan Rogers. And, you know, she was saying, you know, how, you know, Wonder Woman was such a symbol of strength and stuff that she wished she could be that way. So I just kind of fell into the moment, you know, I just told her, you know, she had, you know, more strength than she thought. That kind of thing, you know, just felt good to the soul. And so, you know, I continued on cosplay and doing that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it just felt like after a while, the cosplay just wasn't enough. You know, I wanted to do something more, something that not saying what I've done before with cosplay didn't matter, but something that, you know, I felt actually mattered. And so I called one of my friends at the station and I was just like, so how does one become, you know, a volunteer firefighter? And he was just like, uh, you fill out an application. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll be there tomorrow. I filled it out. I went through the process of being voted on. And here I am uh, almost six months later, you know, working on getting certified. I've got some certifications under my belt, but not the big one, not the one that matters. The one that says I'm a firefighter in the state of South Carolina. So working on that. Well, first off, sorry for your loss of your brother. That's uh, I would imagine that he was roughly, if not just a couple of years difference in age. 25. And mm. so he was about a year and a half older than me. But I mean, it's nice that you're carrying on what he was doing and maybe subconsciously in his name, also maybe yeah. a little bit for you, but it's it's, it's a it's, nice thing to carry that it's on. It's a lot for me and it's some for him too. Anybody who talked to down here will tell you, you know, he was a good guy and a good firefighter, even though he was too chicken to climb the ladder. If I can't tell my brother steal, you know, what's the point, right? That's what and siblings so, are for. Exactly. I mean, he may not be here, but I'm not going to let him get away with stuff. I still pick on him, you know, because it... it it kind of helps the hurt, you know, mm -hmm. and the station honored me by, you know, his call sign was a uh, 116. I actually have it tattooed on my right shoulder, but my chief honored me by taking it out of a uh, retirement and giving it to me as like a legacy thing. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible honor, you know, now that I have like his number, it's like even more, you know, a goal, you know, I want to reach because he was certified, you know, and I have to 
kind of keep myself in check and make sure, you know, I'm always on my P's and Q's because, you know, I want to make sure that number stays honorable. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. Just to draw from my own experience unrelated to firefighting, you mentioned uh, it helps with the hurt, you know, making fun of people that have passed or telling stories yeah. and to kind of draw it into cosplay as well. Uh, you mentioned that woman with breast cancer, my aunt, 2011, 10, 2009, jeez. Uh, after her third go with breast cancer was was taken and after the funeral, the, the what do they call it, the, the sandwich time, whatever that is, that's when all the fun stories start to come out. People just sit around and tell and definitely helps with the emotion of, of earlier in the day and the time up to that point in the day. But yeah, it definitely helps, especially if they had a sense of humor. They would appreciate, you know, that they, they would appreciate that at that time too. Yeah, my family and like the people, you know, I call my friends and stuff, they definitely, you know, are very much a humor driven lot. So there was a lot of stories being told, cracking on him and stuff like that. He's highly respected, but if he was here, you know, he'd be cracking on us. So yeah, the ones that are highly respected are the ones that usually have to uh, just have to sit there and take it half the time. And that, that was basically me and my brother's relationship anyway, was just us cracking on each other 24-7. That's what Christian and his brother do all the time. Right, Christian? Yeah, it's the best kind of relationship. Yeah. Most okay. of the time. So did you want to say anything, Christian? Do you have any words? Mm. Um, You're a little but... over there. Yeah, no, it's, it's not just the Sean and Megan show, although, I... I mean, we could probably arrange that. <laughs> so you're trying to kick me off, Sean. That's what I'm hearing. No, finding a new co-host is a pain in the ass. As you know, <laughs> you know from experience. Mm-hmm. So, I have a question. How long is yeah. it going to take you to get certified in the state of South Carolina as a firefighter? Well, I've been on this road since about June, and I should have my certification in February because I'm in my last class now, which is called 1155. It's basically your basic and like a step up from your basic. After that, you're like certified, but then you have like classes that take you a step further. Continued education beyond that. Exactly. Then you have like all your officer classes and you have dive classes, which you don't have to have, but is great to have. At some stations, they hire you and your pay is based on your certifications. Right now, you have EVDT, which is, you know, to drive the emergency vehicles. You know, I drive the engine a lot. I'm certified to pump the truck, certified in CPR and AED, which means it's the defibrillator. I'm certified in NIMS or incident command, which means I can show up onto a emergency scene and take command and tell people what I need and get things going. There's one more I'm certified in that I can't remember right now. Hazmat. I'm oh. certified in hazmat awareness and hazmat ops. And what all those weird numbers mean in those strange off-centered circles, triangles. Yeah, what the plaques on the back of trucks mm-hmm. mean. The class, those hazmat classes basically are just for defensive actions, not offensive. But mm-hmm. I do want to the classes that teach and train you in the offensive stuff. I want to go solve the problem. As my chief said, I want to go stick my finger in the hole. Life lessons. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, Valentine's Day. I should be a certified firefighter by then, if I pass. So all fingers crossed. That's um, not too I'm terribly sure. long. No, it's not. But there's a lot to learn because 1155 is basically a new class. We're a bunch of guinea pigs. 
because mm. usually you have like your 1152 and 1153 is what it was but then you have like your hazmat and extrication classes in there and now it's a totally different class our prereq was hazmat and you had to have hazmat to get into this class we test february 8th and i should know somewhere around valentine's day if i passed or not it's so long. It's like five months of class. We started in the beginning of October. Seems like forever, but we do get a small break in December. The nice thing, though, I mean, you said it's a, you're a bunch of guinea pigs with it. The The nice thing is that not only are you required to take continued education to stay up to date on whatever comes out or whatever's new techniques and, and technologies and whatnot, procedures, yeah. but the courses are evolving, too, so that they are staying up to date and not teaching, hey, we use water. For all fires. No, not always. That's no, not the no. case anymore. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's not like, hey, let's let's roll up and let's wear our yellow slickers and with our red hats and you know, like they depict in the old time cartoons where they have the wooden ladder and the gee, that's not gonna burn down. Yeah, our ladders definitely aren't wooden. Mm-mm, no, but it's nice to see that they're you yeah. said they're your guinea pig. I, I've done some of those for work done some some of those off-site trainings and certifications in IT. It's a little different than firefighting, but they have combined and changed and brand new all the time. So it's... It's like firefighting. There's always a class somewhere for something. Me, my chief, and a few of us from the station, because we're a volunteer station, which means there's only two paid guys on shift, Monday through Friday, nine to five. On one of those days, we actually went to a grain bin rescue class that was hosted at a Clemson research facility. And that was very, very educational because it'll help because we're in a rural area. So that means like a lot of farmland. So quite a few grain bins are within our district. It taught us how to help save a life while also keeping us safe. What a lot of people don't know is grain dust is explosive. And extremely dry too. Yeah. So, you know, that will help us save people and save our own time we don't have like huge budgets at the station because we are volunteer we're also like a special tax district Mm -hmm. and so what i'm excited about is we're going to be going to narcan school because we don't have any at our station yet you have to be certified here to be Mm -hmm. able to use it and that's a much bigger issue now than years past christian do you know what narcan is i do not it's the um compound that's used to get somebody basically to if someone's ODing on on an opiate heroin or pretty much heroin then it can it correct me if I'm wrong it pulls them out of their stupor or it at least revives them like a shot of like in pulp fiction where they got the adrenaline in the heart it basically immediately takes away the high and Mm. I mean it doesn't 100% fix the problem because sometimes you have to use Narcan after Narcan injection Mm. to get them back and to keep them alive so you have to be trained on how to use it, which, you know, I'm not like an EMT or anything. I do plan to get my EMT, but some of us are. But you can, you know, use the Narcan to keep them alive until EMTs or paramedics get there. So I'm looking forward to that because sadly, you know, some parts of our district, you do have that problem. Boredom causes some strange behavior at times. <laughs> I'd much rather, though, deal with fires than deal with the uh, drug side of what we do. As firefighters, you know, we don't just respond to fires. We respond to medical calls as well. And with opioids and, like, drug addicts and stuff like that, it can get dangerous for us because there's stuff out there that, you know, if we just touch it, it could absorb into our bloodstream. And there was, like, two cops. I forgot what the drug was. Uh, fentanyl. Yeah, I think it was fentanyl. The cops had, like, touched it or something, and they wound up in the hospital for, like, two Mm -hmm. weeks. 
always glove up before we do anything with medical call. Sometimes double glove, depending on the situation. Again, life lessons. Yeah, that's um, I don't want to focus too much on one thing specifically, yeah. but what is your end goal with, you know, you mentioned uh, certification for firefighting after that certification, maybe officer training and whatnot, EMTs. What's your end goal with this aspect of it? Honestly, I don't know. I just want to continue to help people. That's all I do know. If I just will continue to take classes because my chief kind of knows like, oh, you're going to take this class. You're going to take this class, but he won't force me to take classes I don't want to take. So it's really up to me. Like, I'm not looking to become an officer or, you know, looking to become a chief because I don't want to necessarily have to be, you know, responsible for, you know, a bunch of people. You don't want a big belly. No. (laughs) I can can say that because the chief here wears a hat, fixes his hair underneath it all the time and has a slight belly. (laughs) And so, like, I'm I'm just here to, you know. And a beard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'll look good with a beard. No. I'm looking at somebody else that's got two of those three things. <laughs> wow. That's rude. Shots fired. I got you later, he'll Sean. Be, he'll be okay. Yeah. But my thing is, I just want to continue to help people. You know, that's all I want to do. Relating that to cosplay, what's your what was your goal when you started with cosplay in relation to anything? Was it for people, for your outfits, for whatever? What was your goal initially, and how has it changed my goal initially was just to have fun. I didn't even know of cosplay really until 2011 or 12, somewhere around there. Maybe a little earlier. I never really got into it like that for the longest time like I knew about it. But then my hometown's first Comic-Con came up and then I was just like, I want to dress up. But I only put on like a Batgirl t-shirt and some like skinny jeans, boots and paint in my face. And I went and that had an amazing time. From there, you know, it just kind of escalated. It became almost like an addiction because I had so much fun, you know, going out and dressing up and just kind of playing off of other cosplayers. It was fun. And then, like, now, I, you know, I still do it for fun. You know, a lot of the costumes, like Baroness. I know G.I. Joe is not really still, like, super popular or anything, but I made Baroness because I love the character. The right outfit, though, is timeless. Your Baroness outfit, to compliment you on it, was very well done. Did you, did and to to completely interrupt you, did you talk to Sarge or to Larry Hama at all while wearing it? I did. I actually got pictures with both of them and part of us. Finest, which is a G.I. Joe fan club, which is an enthusiast. They were great. And they've been super kind. And, you know, they're like, hey, we got this event. You know, you need to bring your Baroness and come out. And I told them I was working on another G.I. Joe related costume, which is Don Marino, which is the new Snake Eyes, except female, which is really cool. And so I like her story, you know, because I still read like the G.I. Joe comics that are still put out by IDW because I was a comic book store manager here in Florence with Galactic Comics. I had unlimited comics to read. That was the best part of the job. The owner encouraged the employees to read the comics. Mm-hmm. Most jobs, you know, people be on their phones every five seconds when they're not doing something. But there, you know, what's a phone? You know, I'm sitting there with a comic book in my hand the whole day. Regulars would come in. I would just be like, shh, I'm reading. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Let me finish this page. That's just, you know, sheer love for, you know, comics and like the cosplay. But my end game now with cosplay is just like it was in the beginning to continue to have fun. Some people are like, how'd you get, you know, cosplay famous? And I don't consider myself cosplay famous because I'm not that big of a name out there. My thing is I'm here to have fun, to create the costumes I want to create, to portray the characters that I fell in love with from childhood until now, you know, 
I'm here for fun. And if I help some people, it helps me a little bit, you know, here and there. That's cool. But the end game is just to have fun in cosplay. Yeah, that's our mission statement, too. What, just have fun? <laughs> Until we can make money. <laughs> You're not making money. Not at all. Clearly not. So, in your opinion, what's the difference between a regular cosplayer and a professional cosplayer? I think with that, professional cosplayers feel some sense of they have to continuously create costumes and kind of, not saying all professionals, but like lean more towards fan service in a way, you know, kind of create what people are wanting to see them in. They see it more as a job, which maybe could burn them out. That's why, you know, I do do cosplay somewhat, I would say semi-professionally, but I don't see it as a job because there's tons of cons that I just attend as an attendee and, you know, I make the costumes I want to make. If it gets me somewhere like Fayetteville, Baroness got me invited to there. They didn't know who I was. They just saw a random picture of a Baroness cosplayer and like, we want her. And they found out who I was and contacted me. And I'm like, sure, cool. That's similar, semi-similar to how we got invited, although we actually had to do more work. We had to talk. We weren't just a picture that Keith or Jerry found. It was, oh, hey, we do a Power Rangers podcast. Do you guys want a table? It was a little bit more than that. No, it, but was, it, was, it was essentially that. Yeah, I mean, there might have been an, another one or two sentences in there, but that was the short end of it. But the difference between professional and just a normal cosplayer, I think, is them feeling like they have to like keep putting these costumes out with me you know i just create what i want what i want you know i don't feel no rush to make a certain costume or you know have to continually make costumes i haven't made a new costume in a minute like my wonder woman at fayetteville was put together like two days beforehand out of stuff i just happened to already own i think the only thing part of that costume i really made was the foam bits on the red top I had like this bodysuit from a Scarlet Witch I did a while back and I was just like I don't want to do that one again and so I took the bodysuit and just put the foam eagle thing on it and I'm like there because I already had the Wonder Woman bottoms from previous cosplays and you know just the random bits Hmm. and it looked really good at least from in my opinion I thought it was a really solid cosplay I didn't realize it was so interchangeable I mean I guess that makes sense a lot of them are I mean, Deathstroke and Deadpool are... That's my favorite thing, though. I like to buy or make bits and pieces that I can interchange with costumes. Maybe only make slight altercations just using, you know, like Velcro to attach pieces. A couple quick stitches on it just to hold it on or something like that. I don't have to continually buy, like, five different plain black cat suits for, like, Black Widow, Catwoman, Black Cat, Baroness. When I can use one and just Hmm. alter it. Because I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I don't make a lot of money. I need it to fit in my budget. Yeah, it's a hobby. No different than this is for us. Again, until we get famous and paid. Sean, we're not going to get famous. We're not getting paid. We're still the unofficial... We're still the unofficial podcast of Power Morphicon. But I think we're the official podcast of Fayetteville, right? I, I guess. We haven't really figured that part out yet the one thing that i don't think that you'll ever be able to reuse uh, it'll always be in the bottom of your prop bag is uh, that optimus prime head what else can i make out of this thing <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah a batting helmet for a mickey mantle cosplay i don't know brooklyn dodger something i don't know who's mickey mantle he's a 
now deceased baseball player. I'm just kidding. I've heard the name. I know who it is. I just, I just. Like I've heard the name, so I know who it is. That's I've millennial heard, I've logic. I've heard the name and what he does. I just like to irritate you. What was your uh, most difficult cosplay to make? If you say Wonder Woman, I'm gonna know you're lying. <laughs> um, I would say one of the ones. I would say there's a tie between two. My Batgirl, because I was still learning how to build foam armor. And what we were talking about last night, Christian, was my Rita cosplay from the 2017 Power Rangers movie. The staff gave me so much trouble. It was such an utter pain in my ass. I was trying to make it where it could break down so I could fit it into my car. I needed to, at least the head to break down. Figuring all that out, which I ended up using like a Gatorade cap, something else. <laughs> It screwed on and screwed off, and I used wire framing and about 10 bags of hot glue to create the gold drippy design and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, used, I had some random blue-green glass thing. Don't know where it came from. Don't even know how I acquired it, but I'm like, ah, power coin, <laughs> and just stuck it in there. Whatever works, right? Whatever works, that's what cosplayers, we are very, very clever with some of our costumes. People are like, wow, it looks great. I'm like, actually, it looks like crap from the inside. Just slapped a bunch of hot glue and, you know. Don't we all look like crap on the inside? I guess, yeah. I don't, I don't, Um, uh, what? That's a joke about people being hollow and shallow. (laughs) If I can make a suggestion, Gatorade caps work, but uh, a threaded dowel from yeah. any store would probably achieve what you were trying to do. I was talking to Christian last night. I'm sitting here watching the Power Rangers 2017 movie. And I was like, I even cosplayed Rita from that. Thinking about going back to that Rita, because I loved Banks' performance in that. I know a lot of people gave it crap. A lot of people didn't like it, but I liked it. And I loved the Rita design. The Madonna combs were probably not going to work for nowadays. Just saying. I'm thinking about going back and revisiting the Rita thing, but going with the green costume. Because I was actually looking up images last night. Like, I'm better at foam work now. I could do this. So that might be a thing that's going to happen in the future. We should probably know that. We'll advertise that as well, because that's obviously right up our alley. Do you take, do you, when you do that, even now, like when you make a new cosplay outfit, suit, I don't know what the proper term is, costume. Do you document it daily progress with photos or video, or do you just, this is the big reveal at the end? It's just, you know, I'll tease it. Like, you know, I'll take a picture of just like odd bits and pieces of the costumes because I've never been one to like really do tutorials or, you know, to show the bill. And, you know, like, I'm just like, like, I'm just teasing. If somebody guesses it, then, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I'm making this costume the show now and then just little hints and teases at the costume but then there's the big reveal at the end even for your own documentation too like hey i started with these supplies of just randomness and then here's day one day two so on no i've never really done that but i think i might start i think that'd be cool because some people have messaged me and be like we would love to see your process and you know how you go about it i'm like but my process is so off the wall i just wing it and hope for the best that that's my process i mean if it works it works i don't do it so i don't have any suggestions on it but it would be neat to see one person's process compared to another person's and it just being completely different but the results being equally pleasing yeah Lately, I've been, like, on a Power Rangers kick. I blame you guys, honestly. Dang it, Sean, it's your fault. Okay, I'll I'll shoulder that burden. 
I've been on a huge Power Rangers kick and like I have no shame about it because I still watch Power Rangers. Power Rangers is on my TV at this very moment. Power Rangers in space to be exact. It started off with Dino Thunder last night and bounced around to like Lightspeed Rescue then Time Force and now we're on in space. I'm thinking about Astronema again and then the white Dino Thunder Ranger like I mentioned last night. I'm just like hmm. I guess you could say I'm gathering inspiration and research all at the same time. So what you're saying is that you're planning on doing, following through with that um, Christian suggested and Tracy Lynn Cruz sponsored astronomer cosplay? Yes, because Tracy was just like, yeah, you look good. And I'm just like, okay, I'll do it for you, Tracy. I'll die for you, Tracy. <laughs> but which color hair? That's my question. I'm sitting here, I'm like, wow, I don't remember astronomer having all these hair colors. Every couple weeks, Christian, or every it few was like episodes, every it was different. other episode, it was like pink, blue, purple, Green, and then she went to the, like short haircut when she got captured. The short red, and then she also had like that short black Egyptian bag. Yeah, going that one on. too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I think I'm going more towards the purple because I like purple. Purple is my favorite color, so that's the one that's been calling to me. That and the blue because the blue was so like bright. Was the, Christian was the purple one where her and Zane had that two episode? Oh, I, th- I think are, are, that, I think she had like white hair in that. Right? There was an episode where she had that purple hair, and it was teased the fuck out. I mean, that's something like if I, I have short hair, as you can see, it's one of those things where you can just really go nuts with it, and and a can of hairspray and bottle of mousse at the same time. You can mess up long hair, but you can really have fun with it too. That's like that seventies yeah, like- rock star hair. Yeah, Mike, like Mike already, awesome. That's I already put on and found like the wig that I'm going to buy. It's a lace front, you know, for like forty bucks, and I'm just like, hmm, because I already have a black cat suit. All I need is to make the little gauntlet thingies and like that over corset thing she had going on, make her headdress and stuff. So it's not like a terribly complicated costume to make. I think my biggest thing I needed is the wig because I got material to make the over corset. It wouldn't be hard. Well, as long but, as you don't go with the captured, I'm a Borg, oh, yeah. cybernetic implants one, that one was... Uh, that seems a little that, difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult, but it would be cool, but I don't know if I could rock that shortbread bob bang thing she had going. Let's, she just, did. let's just say that was, that was a terrible haircut. I was like, what are oh, they yeah. doing? To be fair, her haircut through the whole season was terrible. Her hair was awful, but it's a kid's show, so what do you expect? She's evil. Yeah. Us to talk about it 20 years later. That's what. I doing, like, the corone get-up where she's, like, in the black leather pants and the black leather, like, cropped corsety vest thing when she also has the Lost Galaxy saber thing. The, mm, uh, the Quasar saber? Yeah, Quasar saber. I knew it started with a Q, but I couldn't remember it for crap. And I thought about doing that because it's just simple and easy to do. And then also, I kind of want to cosplay Jen from... Time Force. Which one, though? The one from Time Force or the one where she returned in Wild Force? The one where she returned in Wild Force was badass. That one. That is the one I want to do. The whole white futuristic jumpsuits they had. Cool, whatever. I want to do the badass Jen from Wild Force. Where she had, like, like, all those guns on her, and I'm like, damn, she, she about to go Rambo. Yeah, exactly. That's the one I want to do, because that just looks like so much fun. And then from Power Ranger Comics, the Ranger Slayer is Mm. looking pretty fun, too. 
I've seen one or two of those. Not too terribly many, but they are pretty cool looking still. Yeah. With actual Power Ranger suits, I think the biggest problem for me, or like the most financially expensive bit, would be the helmets. I don't think I have the skill set to actually make the helmet myself. I was looking earlier with the white Dino Thunder Ranger I want to do. A Nikki cosplay, they make all the Power Ranger stuff. We've ordered stuff from them. I'm still waiting. You're going to be waiting. He ordered a Phantom Ranger outfit a month after I ordered a helmet of the Phantom Ranger. He's like, oh, they said they'll get it to me in six months. It's been, what, five and a half? And you still haven't well, sent no, them your measurements? no, they said they would start on it in six months. Mm, sure they will. They, I haven't gotten notification of my helmet even starting. But wasn't that so. your helmet that they posted on Instagram? No. Oh. Big yeah. oof. Yeah, I'm not concerned. But we might have, we'll talk later. We'll have to yeah, stir some no, things up, but no, we might have some, we might have somebody... Yeah, 3D printing is definitely the way to go with, like, helmets because it's cheap and easy. Unless you have somebody who's an asshole and it's going to charge you a lot. Two grand for a helmet? No. My my uh, Phantom Ranger costume was only 1000 The whole costume. Jesus. That's nice. I love how I say only 1000 Like, oh, it's just $1,000. It's nothing when I don't make much money at all. So you're saving for a minute, but, like, with the white Dino Thunder Ranger, I was just like... Dang it, if I just get the actual costume, not even the helmet, but like just the bodysuit and the shield done, because he has like a shield reminiscent of the White Ranger and Green Ranger kind of deal, because, you know, he was the bad ranger who goes good. That's easy to make out of foam. I can make all of that, which, you know, if I wanted to be slack and lazy, just buy like a white bodysuit and add the black stripey things that he has on it myself. I think vinyl almost would look cool on it, you know, to give it some kind of texture. With cosplays, I like to kind of tweak it, add a little bit of my own, like, little spice on there, you know? Make it your own. Exactly. Because I can also make his weapon from, like, foam and, you know, just bits and pieces as well. That's a lot of good information. I like the idea of of doing the White Ranger, White Dino Charge. I really like the Astronomer one. Exactly. That's what I said. No, it's not. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we never fix anything <laughs> in post. No, we don't. We just put beeps in and take stuff out. True. <sighs> your, all your PC principal quotes. Do I quote him a lot? <laughs> I don't know. I probably do, to be honest. You, you might. It doesn't matter. What else? What else? I was going to say you're super talented being able to make all that stuff, especially Rita's staff. That looked super difficult to make. Did it take you, like, a super long time to make it? I kind of rushed through things, and I feel like if I spaced them out, I wouldn't get as stressed and as aggravated. When I get that wild hair to create something, I'm like, I want it now. And so, like, I spent two days, no sleep, creating this for a convention that was that weekend. So I started on Thursday, had it done for the con, and I was sitting there tired. But I made it. I made I can't talk I now. I made, made it. it. <laughs> I made it in like two days. I had the actual pull part of it was from my astronomer staff remains. I had saved the arrowhead to her staff at one point for the longest time, but then I was cleaning up and I'm like, I'm not going to cosplay her anytime soon, so I don't need it. It's just collecting dust. And so it kind of hurt a little bit when I threw it away because it was very pretty. You, you need some sort of wall weapon rack. Yes. So that you can it's, you know how like if you go to the anywhere that's got posters how you can just flip through the posters. Mm-hmm. You need something like that but more of a 
load bearing thing, like a wall, like a yeah, I don't know, like a flip book, but wall, like a wall flip book, like you just turn the page or slide the doors. What do I need? Because right now I have like a designated corner where everything just leans up against the wall. Because mm-hmm. that is poor space management. It is, but eh. my costumes get stored in those black big Tupperware bins. I also have a rack for like all my dresses for like all my formal characters or like Disney princesses or whatever. One big department store rack and then, you know, I have all these bins, the foam armor and stuff stored in. And some of my armor, like Wonder Woman, if you didn't see the crown, the belt, the bracers, all of that was metal. My friend Davin actually made that belt for me. Because I don't, I don't work with metal. It's, from what that I've heard, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My friend, he was working on a, a cosplay for uh, Sword Art Online. He was trying to be... Mm-hmm. God, what, what was the character's name? Anyway, he was trying to put LEDs in a mask. And I was trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And I go, Jake, I have no idea what the fuck we're trying to do. I'm not good with this. And then it started smoking. And I'm like, alright, we're done. Mm. Stop. That's bad. I'm like, you're at my house. We're not doing this. I've been playing with lights a little more because, like, I'm a big Overwatch fan. And so Sombra, her cyberspace skin, is one of my goal cosplays to do. Like, I already have, like, the bodysuit portion of it done. And so I only got to make, like, all the foam armor bits. And, like, I have her headpiece. Um, a friend 3D printed that for me. And I have, like, her translocator. And I still got to create, like, the half skirt she has. But what I was getting to with, like, lights is all the blue parts, I want them to light up blue, you know, so I could stay in, like, in a dark hallway or alleyway or something and just be glowing because, you know, she has that LED tech hack thing about her. And so I want it to glow. I want it to be real. I don't want it to just be blue. I want it to actually light up blue and mm-hmm. look really cool. YouTube is a hell of a drug. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's where I learned how to make my... uh tray of triforia costume and that actually popped up on my facebook memories and i'm like i forgot how bad this actually was hold on i have to see this at some point (laughs) i never told you about that dude Uh i had long Uh hair at the time and i dyed my hair black it was awful i look back on it and somebody had laugh react to to it and i I got really pissed and they were and you know that they were right yeah yeah now now looking bad it's like yeah, fat guy trying to cosplay as this with long hair when the character didn't have long hair. It was awful. It was bad. I'll, I'll send it to you later, I, Sean. I don't know that I can add anything to that, to this. I think, wow. That, that is a sign. So in conclusion, Megan, do nothing that Christian did and you will yeah. go far. Christian, do nothing that you've done cosplay-wise in the past and you will do more than you had oh i made the your, whole costume your, too it was with your, bad uh, with your atrocious of triforia outfit oh it was terrible it was it was the worst co- I, actually i don't I want to say it's the worst cosplay i've ever done because i cosplayed as itachi from naruto that was bad i was never doing that again i cosplay as sean fritz 24 hours a day That's and a i got this character cosplay. down i got this character down real good <laughs> what a cynical asshole you know that that, that sums it up. Just a little bit. I, I can't disagree with that at all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'll show you the picture later. But can't wait. What what are your uh, dream conventions you want to go to? BlizzCon, Power Morphicon, Ranger Sahab, San Diego Comic Con. You know the the big ones. I've not been to a con like off the 
East Coast. Dragon Con's another one. I haven't been to that one either. You realize like, three of those are on the East Coast? Well, I meant like further. What I was getting at with the East Coast is I've not really... The only places I've been really are like North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. I've not really gone further. I want to expand on the East Coast and maybe branch my way out. Because I've been trying to go to Dragon Con for like five years and just haven't managed it. Because I forget it. And then, you know, by the time I remember or start seeing it, I'm like, oh, crap. That's like in two months. (laughs) Well, Ranger Stop is next weekend. It is. And guess who's been out of work for like three months due to an arm injury who is poor as dirt? Me. Yikes. I couldn't afford Ranger Stop. I would have to go rob the bank to go to Ranger Stop right now. Or just be invited. We sort of were. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ranger Stop, I'll make Astronomer and like today if you if you book me or something. Get me out <laughs> there. I'll sleep on a box on the street corner. Just give me a pass. That's all I want, man. Well, well, we'll let you know how it goes when we're there. Okay. We'll put it. We'll put in a good word. Appreciate it. So, do you have any like events coming up? Any future uh, comic cons? Any cosplays or anything like that? No cosplay is really in the book right now because, like I said, financially, you know, I don't need any to do any of that. You know, I may rework some of the stuff that I have with the materials I have. I may like make something or work something out of what I have, but uh, I do have Grand Strand Comic Con coming up. I'm a guest there. Ichiban is a con that I'm just attending because that one's always fun. And then Savannah and Amazing Con. I'm a guest there as well. So that's in February. Hmm. Maybe we should mark our calendars. You should. And I could possibly talk to the con owner and Ooh. get y'all time, maybe, because I know him personally. That might be a plan. Sounds like I can see it. Perhaps. I think we should uh, we should link to all this stuff on our Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. We'll definitely put it in the show notes, you know, your, uh, your upcoming schedule, Megan, and uh, your social media. Christian, any final thoughts? No, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. It was a lot of fun talking to you and uh, picking your brain about cosplay. Thank you. I've had a blast. It's been fun. Great. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, again, Megan Rogers of Red Doll Cosplay. Check her out on the social medias. Links will and be down can... in the description, show notes below. Mm-hmm. And uh, check her out live when uh, when you're at a convention where she's at. I look forward to seeing everybody there. You hear that? Yeah. I did too. <laughs> You're so awkward. Who? Him. Me. This guy. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm awkward. I embrace <laughs> the awkwardness. So. All right. Well, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's time to power down. <laughs>